What's up, everybody? How are you? Happy Wednesday. I've thought a lot about you this week, but here we are reunited at last. It feels so good. Uh, can I get some housekeeping out of the way? Just right up top. We have some shows coming up that I'm very excited about, and I would love to tell them to you right now. So on October 7th, we're playing at Druid City in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So Roll Tide or whatever. <laughs> Uh, that is happening on October 7th. And then we are playing outside of the Bean in Jackson. It used to be called Sneaky Bean. And uh, we're doing a patio show in Jackson, Mississippi on October 8th. That is a free show. And then October 9th, we are back at the Thirsty Hippo. He has arranged a sweet outdoor venue area around the Thirsty Hippo. Very excited. We haven't been back in Hattiesburg in two years. That is bonkers to think about. And then another one of our absolute favorite venues on planet Earth, October 10th at Callahan's in Mobile, Alabama. Y'all, this is going to be a great run. It's going to be one of our last runs for a while because we got to spend some time getting this RV up and running. We got to spend some time writing songs for a record. We've got studio time booked. We just, we got a lot of irons in the fire. We, we just need these shows to happen and they're, they're happening next week. It's happening. So tell somebody in those areas if you know them. And if you are one of those somebodies, come see us. We'd love to see you. This week on the podcast, Aaron and I sit down and we talk a ton about our marriage. Uh, our marriage comes up a lot whenever we're on the road because it's such a goofy arrangement. I remember whenever we had premarital counseling, I was really terrified because everyone always tells you before you get married, you know, there's all those like tropes of go ahead and get ready to give away your freedom. It's all about compromise and it's whatever she wants or what, you know, like those stupid Southern garbagey warning signs. Uh, but ever since we had premarital counseling, our premarital counselor was basically just said, you can have whatever you want in your marriage. Just be open, be honest and tell each other your needs. And I got to say, over pandemic and after almost a decade of touring together, we have learned our needs. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this is a really great just check-in, hanging out. Uh, we, it was, it's really funny. I did a Savage Race on Saturday, and I, I, this is going to be gross for just a second, but it's basically a six-mile run with obstacles in it. It's like a six-mile run through the woods. And... As Aaron and I are doing this and as we're leaving, we just realized like just how different everything has been over the last 18 months. Like this is this is just not something I would have done pre-pandemic. And we just we got to celebrate how far we've come and how we've just been willing to roll with the punches. And I just feel like a, a sort of joy that I haven't felt in a really long time. And a lot of that has to do with just with my marriage, it has a lot to do with the fact that I'm, I'm getting used to rolling with the punches. And I think that that's a good thing. And I'm celebrating that today. And then over on Patreon, we talk a lot about fall stuff. And a new fall tradition we have is the TV show Friday Night Lights. I'm sorry. It's the truth. Someone told me that it's a soap opera for high school kids. And I, I don't disagree. And I also am not mad at it. <laughs> so um, you also don't have to be into football. And we took because it's it is just great storytelling and it's it's very good. But we talk about all things fall. We're getting in the mood for fall. Maybe where you are, you have that crisp in the air that we have here. Like we have pumpkin spice everything going on. I've literally like made two teaspoons of pumpkin coffee just so our apartment will smell like it. 
because I'm in I'm in the zone for that. But there's this new kind of coffee. Sorry, sorry, this is a tangent. There's this new kind of coffee called cookie butter that I'm even more into. So if you need the fall vibes, we have them over on Patreon. You just go to patreon.com slash ojeremiah and you will find all of it. Uh, we also have exclusive music. There's like so much more to, to, to behold over on Patreon. That's it. That's it. Here's the episode. Thank you all for listening. We love you. We'll see you on the road or we'll see you soon. Let's do it. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I don't feel together. Yeah. Start. Yeah. With this one quirk that you do. What? So sometimes I will be talking to you and you will be making eye, t- eye contact with me and you will say, you will nod along and you will say, yeah, that sounds great. And I will say, I mean, are you sure? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sure. <laughs> and then the next day I'll be like, hey, remember that thing we talked about? And you're like, we have never talked about that in my entire life. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I will, it, it never fails. I feel betrayed and misunderstood. And like, you are a brain ninja. And it goes back to whenever we were dating, like, I thought I knew you. And now, after all these years, we've had all of these experiences and still... I'm still the same. You're still the same, and I'm still learning every day the the quirks, the weird idiosyncrasies of being married to you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you... Is there... Did it happen recently? It happened... It happens probably once a week. It's always really funny to me. um, Because you remember things... I like we'll be watching the the movie The Help came on. There was like an ad for it on Roku or something. And you're like, do you remember we saw that movie on a Thursday? It was 70 degrees outside. We were with your parents, but they were two seats over. And that was like 10 years ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I and I just I go, what do you how, what do you mean you remember all that stuff? And then you look at me like I'm a goldfish and you go. Are you, should we check you for an aneurysm? Because you don't remember anything. Yeah, sometimes I worry about that. But whenever I, whenever it comes to, hey, uh, are you cool? I'm going to buy this shirt. Like I've already got my credit card in. I'm just going to push the submit button. And you're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I'll look and you're like, where the heck did you get that shirt from? Oh. So it's like that kind of thing. Like the the memory differences are one of the many quirks about you that I find so amazing. Another one. Can I give you another one? Can we just run off the list? Yes. You're a a staunch introvert. I mean, we talked about it last week. You are the most introverted person I know. But the second we get in the car, (laughs) you have to talk about everything. But not on a road trip. But not on a road trip. Just like a... If we've decided we are going on the road for a, a significant amount of time, you get in the car, immediately you, you fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Immediately. But if we're going to Target, you're like, oh my gosh, the birds, the color of the sky. Yeah. Wind. Chirp, chirp City. Chirp City. Um, so can you, walk, can you walk me through the differences between driving to Target and driving to a different town? Like, why does your brain behave completely differently? I actually... I don't know. I mean, it could have to do with, like, my, like, accident thing that happened in high school with my mom that, like, makes short trips, like, nerve-wracking for me a little bit. And you, when you get nervous, you chirp. Yeah. 
That's what we call it. It's called chirping. Chirping. You, ju- you just like. It's no- not really purposeful. It's yeah, just, nothing is cohesive. Nothing it's just sticks like together. Yes. My mom does it too. Because you'll just be and, like sitting there and I will be like, you know, putting my blinker on, making sure my windshield wipers are working because it's raining. And you'll be like, hey, can we talk about the Count of Monte Cristo? And it's yeah. just like, what are we, what are we doing? I know. Well, so my mom does it too. And whenever I went home last, like weeks ago, whenever you met my mom in Montgomery and she like met us there and she drove me the rest of the way so that I, I went by myself. Anyways, so it, I went from like a car ride with you, like a long car ride with you of like napping, listening to music, listening to podcasts, talking like a little bit. I get in the car with my mom. We talked the entire way, like the entire like three and a half hours or whatever. And it was mostly chirping. Uh, that she sounds, can't not chirp. That sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. Well, it was actually like too much chirping because I only like it for like those short bursts, like you're saying. But like three and a half hours, oh my word. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. And I like it was her form of bonding though, so I couldn't like stop. But really quick though, today is the second day of fall. Yeah. That we're recording this. Uh, and it actually feels like it. Yep. So it's very exciting. But let me give you a couple of notes about. Can I just like do a quick weather check in for everyone because it's fall and we're all feeling it. Can we talk about it? Okay. Like, I forget how much I don't like being cold until it actually happens. Yeah. Like I get really excited for fall weather, and then it happens, and I'm cold all the time. Yeah, and I have no sympathy for it. Yeah, like, you don't even have a shirt on right now. No. And I, like, have a blanket. I Also, Noodles, like, sleeps in the bed with us again because, like, she's cold. I love it. And I sleep. So I grew up it's just in the world where you had to have, like, ten fans on you. Oh, yeah, that's a good marriage topic. Yes. It's freaking fans. Yes. Against them fully. Uh, so I think it was just... I see my friends that have kids and they'll have their kid in the little baby seat and then they'll put their phone playing white noise. Yeah. And if, had we had iPhones when I was growing up, that's what my parents would have done. Yeah. Because I, I just, I need it to sound like I'm in a space shuttle you to go to bed. Yeah. I need something to rock me to sleep. And I enjoy it because it, it eliminates all the like weird, like fridge noises or like a bug tapping the window or like random stuff like that, that I'll definitely hear in the middle of the night. Yeah. Cause you act like it's a burden on you. But if you could hear everything, like, in the night, you would be even harder to go to sleep with. Well, I don't mind this. It's not the sound. It's whenever it's pointed directly at our faces and, like, my hair just goes flapping everywhere. I, I just, you you know I can't relate to that. You I know, know. I have no way to know but what that's like. But if I have like. baby bangs, they're going to be up all night <laughs> banging around. And it's just really annoying. Well, So that's something that, like, I haven't, like, I just... That's one of our key differences is core body temperature. <laughs> That's not one of our key differences. Yes, it is. I would, yes, it is. I would say one of our key differences. I mean, we couldn't be more opposite. I, I know. In, in regards to body temp as well. Okay, fine. And, and Babe, our, with our body temperature. If I were to hover my hand over you right now, I would feel a degree shift. Okay. Well, maybe that's true. I don't know. I can't help you there. But I think I am a morning person. Yes. You're a night owl. At night owl, <laughs> and you you are feelings forward. I am action forward. You talk in the car like crazy, or I'm I'm doing repressed. You're action forward. Yeah, I'm feelings forward. You're maybe thinking forward. I'm thinking forward for sure. Mm-hmm. I will overthink everything. I do too, but that's a different thing. Um, I uh, yes, continue. Well, I just think. These are all things that I knew about you 
but it's there are things I didn't know within me until we got married because I talk to my friends that are married and I have half of them love marriage. Half of them do not love marriage. I know half of my guy friends are like, I can't believe she won't let me go out with the boys or whatever it is. <laughs> and for me, that that is not a thing. Like my my worst day of being married is better than my best day of being single. And that started from the day we got married. It was all uphill. Like it's just been like a steady incline, you That's know. Nice of you. But I cannot say this enough how annoyed I get with you <laughs> on the little things. On the little things. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this feels I, really good. And I think that's the difference. Like the little things that also annoy you about me. Like we were literally having a budget talk and I could feel you getting madder at me. <laughs> I wasn't getting mad at Because you. I enjoy spending money. Like I just think money is a tool for joy. You were like, well, why is that a problem? I don't I don't see what the issue is. And, and I just like wanted and to And you explain. literally like, it's like you have a big bag of our money in pennies and you're hiding it in the closet <laughs> from me with a gun and being like, you don't even come close to this. <laughs> It's just such a different... It does feel like that at times. I get that. Can I tell you really quick, though? As Even as a kid, I've always been a significant, like, saver. Yeah, you just... And I'm, I'm really, really into glad, saving things. Speaking of marriage, I'm really glad we met when we did. Why? Because I was at the perfect time to be open to a saver, to be my partner. Because I can't imagine being, like, a little kid and being like, what you doing, Aaron? Be like, oh, I'm saving my pennies. <laughs> I'm rolling my quarters. What are you doing? <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah, I still have change. There's actually a, cor- a coin shortage right now, and so they're encouraging you to, like, spend exact change. So I think I might take my batch to the bank. Okay. All over the place. But as a kid, All I, over the place. Th- no, that's money. We're tra- I'm tracking. Okay. You think I'm all... That, that, that's not even true, Jeremiah. But... Uh, yeah, always been a saver. My grandfather was a woodworker, wood wood layer. Like a carpenter? No, he does what your brother does. Oh, he's like a wood... Yeah, he, he does woodworking. Yeah, you define it. Go ahead. <laughs> he does woodworking, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But he would make these like really cool... He made like vases and candlesticks and like really like intricate things. Like not like just like tables, chairs, whatever. But like really detailed, ornate things. And he made me this flower vase one time that uh, he was like... He was like... It looks like a vase, but you can actually store your money in there. And so you can take off the top hat and it's like a, you can, I literally used to put my money in that since I, since he gave it to me, since I was like nine years old and I still have it and there's still change in it and I'll still roll the money from it every now and then, but I don't really use cash anymore. Well, I, I can't remember the last time I checked our bank account. Like if. And I. No, no, I know. My gosh. I. I just don't. I just know that you've got it taken care of. I know that it it's probably fine. But I just went to get groceries <laughs> and you gave me a budget and I was $20 over that budget. And I was thinking of a way to spin it to where you weren't upset when I came in. And I was like, well, I mean, we got Grillo's pickles instead of regular pickles. That could look <laughs> like I overspent. So I need so I need to tell her why it was good that I got grilled yeah. pickles. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I trust go your in, pickle. I go in choices. to give you the speech, and you go. <laughs> so you went twenty bucks over, like before I'd even like gotten settled. I'm still holding the groceries, and I'm like, how? And you, you were like, knew I was. I was budgeting though. I know, but it is. I will tell you things on our budget, and you'll be like, yeah, where have you been? That was like twenty minutes ago. Right. You just like I know. Yeah. I know. So I think our marriage has shown me more than anything that opposites are something to uh, something to value. Mm-hmm. 
because I think I would be so bored if I if I married me in as a person. Do you know anyone that did marry someone exactly like themselves? I do. And they seem happy, but I look at it like Do you want to give specifics? No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um but I I don't think it is something for me because I always pictured no offense. Okay, this is going to be fun. No, sure. Um, when I was younger and I pictured like, oh, if I got to be, because I didn't want to get married at all. I, like marriage was never on the table Because it me. felt like holding you down. Because it felt like holding me down. Well, I mean, you're and welcome. whenever I, like, whenever I pictured it, like, well, if I'm going to get married, I'll get married to someone that wants to like hang out all the time and like go out on the town and wake up really early and do like, basically I'm painting the picture of me. Like I'm painting the picture of like, I'm going to marry the female version of me and I'll be happy all the because time. Because what I do is the best. Because yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that young me had no idea. Yeah. Because I can be around people like me and be like worn out because I wear myself out. Well, like if I'm group. around someone like me, then we just don't say anything. Yeah, it's very quiet. It's very, very still. Yeah. Very, uh, Yeah. like maybe one of you is asleep. I can't really tell. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it's funny. I, I think maybe I've told this story before, but I have always loved New York City. Like I think that's always been a city that I just like, I don't know if thrive in is a good word. I just love it. I feel very alive there and I and I love it so much. But whenever I was a kid, my aunt lives there. And so I kind of like romanticized the idea of living there like I always did. And so I always was like, well, I know I haven't found the guy yet because like in my like single days, like and I would like date guys and be like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like this was like not a serious relationship, people, but like just dating. Right. And I and I would always come back to, well, He's definitely not going to work because, like, I still have this, like, question mark in my mind about a mysterious New York guy. And it was always, like, I've told you this, right? Like, it was always... I don't think you've told me this. Have I, I haven't told you... Yeah, no. I, I really... This is this is one of those memory things we talked about earlier. No. But I always thought, or, and I always knew that I wasn't with the right person because I would always end up with, like, a question mark of, well... But, like, there's a guy from New York that I'm going to date and we're going to, like, fly home and I'm going to, like, fly home and introduce him to my parents and, like, it's going to be a like thing. like, the plot from The Holiday or something? I don't know. Okay. No, probably for some Sweet Home Alabama or something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I liked that. <laughs> Weird. Um, But, no, I'd, I really just thought that there was this, like, fictional character in my life that I was like that was gonna be the guy that would make me not like that would just answer everything like would be the cool enough person because like the town I grew up in or like the high school I went to like I, di I didn't really fall into the right crowd I think that I like clicked with like I think I was trying to reach for a different crowd and I like settled somewhere like in the middle and I didn't really land with like my people mm. and so I only ever experienced like different ends of the spectrum and like not like the artistic crew that I really desired and so 
I would be like, no one, no one even knows me. Like, but this New York guy is going to answer everything. Like he's going to be everything that I want. But then whenever I met you and we started dating, I, the image, the fictional image of this person disappeared. Mm. And I didn't really have that anymore. I didn't really wonder what that would look like. Cause I was like, Oh, I was more of a, does that not sit well with you? No, it, it's it's great. I feel like um, that was a... I'm sorry I'm not from New York. That's what I got from it. That's, That's definitely you... <laughs> not what no. I, whenever I met you, it was more of a <clears throat> it was more of a reluctance. It was like, "Oh, okay, well, I guess now I have to figure out where I'm at with marriage." Like within like 20 yeah. minutes. We've talked about this before. Like yeah. we were like 20 minutes in and be, and we were both like, "Uh-oh." Yeah, it was really this fast. This is weird. Yeah, it was really fast. And then we ended up we were in a group of friends and we ended up hanging out at their house and we were talking next thing we realized it's like 7 a.m and we've been talking all night but literally but literally like yeah. the sun was coming up and we were like oh is it is the sun coming up right now mm-hmm. like we had just talked all night and we talked about everything and it was yeah yeah and i think from then i knew i wanted to marry you but the things about marriage that are so funny to me are one you and I spend more time together than any couple I know of. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. especially whenever we were road dogging before pandemic, it was just like we were with each other all the time. Even whenever we dated, we were together all the time. Yeah. We met whenever I was 21 and you were 22. Yep. I was about to be 23, I think. So we've known each other for almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we do. We spend a lot of time together. That's a third and of it my was life. Very, yeah. It was very much like having those conversations 20 minutes in was because uh, I was dating someone else whenever we first, first met. And you kind of like called me out and being like, hey, like, he's not right for you. And you weren't like, but it was weird because you weren't trying to like be a jerk or like mess around with me. You were just like, hey, like, I know you're actually the one and like you need to stop wasting your time with him. Well, that that does sound like I'm spitting game, but that's not how I said no, it. No, that's what I said. No, 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 I know. You, you weren't trying to play a game. Yeah, it was, you did that thing with him where it was like, uh, you, were, you weren't embarrassed of him, but you weren't like stoked to talk about him. I did? Yeah, mm. it was like, you know, whenever we meet someone that's like super stoked about the person they're with, it's a really good sign of like, oh, there's legs to this. Like, I want to bring you everywhere and, and oh, that's actually... That is such a good point. Yeah. That is such a good sign. That's such a good indicator because I wanted everyone to meet you. And yes. I remember you used to, you'd be like, hey, do you want to come to the studio with me and meet my band? Like you were yeah. like, yeah. And you, and at the time when you talked about him, it was almost like he was like dirty clothes in your closet and you, you were like, yeah, I mean, it's there, but like, we just, we don't have to talk about it. Like it was just, there was something there and you and I had an instant chemistry where it was like, oh, um, hey, can we, can we like not mess around? Like you you don't have to be with this dude. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of the way it felt. Yeah. And like I still, because my memory is so rock solid, I still remember the night that I was like texting you about all of that. Yeah. Because I remember being in the apartment I lived in with my sister and just staying up really late one night, just like texting you and just like knowing that it was like genuine yeah. But, and then I broke up with him soon after that. And then a few weeks later, we had the all night conversation and we just like always had something to talk about. 
as much as I chirp, and I know that's annoying. Also, we're on like a freaking podcast. We just like communicate a lot. We do. It's over. And it's just your chirping is funny to me because I am the talker. But for whatever reason, in certain situations, like we just took our dog to this field where we take her for a walk. Oh, that's and my version of that's like drive walking and short trips. I yes. Trip. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, cool. Let's take in the sunshine. Let's just I'm, I've been working on a song all day. I wanted to step back and just like clear my brain out. And it was just like, hey, I will I'll die. I'll go down. I'll die. Just nonstop. And, you know, when we go to Target tonight. It's no, I'm going to go separate. I'm going to look. Uh, yeah. <gasps> it's going to be a chirp festival. But, but just you. They're going to call the cops. This lady won't quit talking to herself. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Jeremiah, listen. But I, I just, I think about pandemic and no, this is what, this is what I want to say. We were playing a show recently during pandemic and we saw a venue owner and we're hugging and we're catching up. It's been so long since we've seen him, blah, blah, blah. And then you go to the bathroom and he leans into me and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, hey, how are y'all? And I was like, man, we're good. Like, I, You didn't tell me about that. Um, I think I did. But you don't remember anything. You got the memory of the I just didn't know he asked about us. I knew the rest of it. Then. Um, and he said, how are y'all? And I thought he was talking financially because like, you know, musicians are like super broke right now. And I was like, man, we're good. We're staying afloat, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, no, no. Like, how's your marriage? And it was the first time anybody's asked me that ever, yeah. I think. Or like someone that you don't see on a regular basis. Yeah. But I mean, even like my parents, when I talk to them, they're like, hey, how's marriage going? That? Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, we're good. And he was like, you're not just saying that. And I was like, why would I just say that? And he was like, man, we almost got divorced. Oh, because I'm like, surely that was projecting. Well, yeah. so he, and he was like, man, we, and he's like, the reason I asked is because my wife and I are so much like you and Aaron. I'm the bubbly, got to get out there. Yeah. My wife is the most introverted person ever. And by the end of pandemic, she was so tired of me. Oh. And I, I wanted to say, I totally get that because, you know, I had so many dark moments during pandemic where you were like, okay, I don't even know what to do anymore. Mm -hmm. But, and and maybe I'm just so naive to think we've been married five years and we've gotten, we've gotten it, uh, we've got it figured out this early on, which, you know, he was later in life and it still got to him, you know? Yeah. And I just, I, I, I was filled with gratitude because I was genuinely thinking, oh yeah, I, uh, we really are fine. Like yeah. our marriage in the last 18 months of pandemic is the only thing I haven't had to question. Yeah. You know, when I think about everything that has turned upside down, it's one of the only things where I don't have to go, oh, um, is that ever going to come back? Yeah. Like when I, when I think about movie theaters and how much I've been like, am I ever going to get to go to a movie theater again? I think because, you know, they always say that uh, when you get married, you're definitely like making a decision to like choose that person every day and be along for all of it. Yeah. Not just like parts of them. And I think we're still like at the core who we are, but I, I do think that you change over time. Right. And having known you for 10 years and still like loving every version of you, like I, that is that is hard work to keep up with. You know what I mean? It, with each other. Like I'm, you know, it's it's hard for any relationship I think is to keep up with like the changes but 
I think you and I do a really good job of like communicating when that's happening. Like I know the shifts that you've been through and like we've been very open and honest, even if it might hurt the other person of like things that we're going through. And it's always really interesting when you get to know someone intimately, you know that just because we're talking about this doesn't mean we're not talking about the bigger thing. Like when I do something that you get upset about and I'll go, wait a minute, this doesn't make any sense. Are you actually upset about mm-hmm. about the world at large? Or It's always like an indica- like you can read between the lines and you can see like what the fight is actually about. Because it's often never anger right like it's like really just like oh no i feel shame because this triggered this or yes what did you call you knew it this morning whenever we went on our chirp city walk with noodles uh you're like you felt attacked or like you're like what did what did we like have a brief bickering about and then you were like oh it's you felt attacked that's why you behaved like this oh you um we were talking. Am I going to regret this? I mean, I, I you opened. I know. I'm like, why am door, I sharing this? Go ahead. But you you attacked me over something, and I was like, why are you just trying to fight with me right now? Because you were there. Sometimes, whenever like <laughs> it's like fighting is an intimate thing when you've been married for a while. It's just like a, a form of connection, I guess. I don't know. I think sometimes you your brain can uh, convince you that you need it to like connect or something. Yeah. yeah, and you were in one of those moods where I was just like, wow, I love those pants. And you were like, I hate these pants. It was just like a very strange thing. And I was like, uh, do you feel attacked because I because I told you that like you've just like unloaded on me? And like you were just like talking a lot. It was just like a very subtle thing. And I was just like, oh, are, is this from like 20 minutes ago? And you're just now processed like that you're hurt from something else that I said? And you're like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> like that's exactly why I'm upset with you. Yeah, yeah. But I think about those long nights when we were playing Utah on a Tuesday night to no one. And like, I never had to look at you and go, I'm sorry I did this to us. Because it was always like understood and we were always like on the same page. Yeah. When you when I think about choosing each other every day, I just, it's not an active choice for me. Like, do you remember how much I cried the day we got married? Yeah, of course. But like, I was dehydrated after our <laughs> wedding. I'm talking like I needed an IV after our wedding. Yeah. And, and I, that's because that whole day I was making that choice and yeah. it was it was done. Yeah, no, I get that because even whenever I was saying earlier the whole like choosing that person every day I don't know if I'm at I don't know if I'm there either cuz it doesn't feel like it. I think you're right. It does feel like a decision that was already made. Yeah. It's something that like I wake a, up like a habit. <laughs> yeah. I wake up and I think what is the painting I'm going to paint with my wife today? Like Oh what, my gosh. Like what is this thing that we're going to make together today? It's really? never like this old bag. Like that's just not how I <laughs> this is not how I feel. Well, we'll check back in in 20 years and see what happens. When I'm on my third wife. That wasn't a great joke. That's not a good joke <laughs> for this episode. That's a really bad joke for this episode. Where do you want to um, see us in 5 years? Our marriage? Yeah, just in general. Like, no, no, maybe better yet. What is something that you could see us uh, maybe maturing in? That's a better question. Yeah. Mm. I think we can continue to improve on our fighting. Yeah. I think we, I think we've gotten a lot better. Um, 
it's not like red hot like it used to be all the time. And I think that we've always had the rule, or I wouldn't say a rule, but like kind of like a foundation of foundational belief between the two of us is is if we communicate so much that if we're fighting about the same thing, then that obviously hasn't been fully resolved yet, and we need to come to a better resolution with it. I th- I think I I think I totally agree with that. Because we've gotten better. We've gotten better. We always make the rule that we have to argue sitting down because for some That's reason standing better. gives me momentum that I should not possess. I think is yeah, I, my voice gets louder. I also I like feel like we should I, like we've never like hit each other. I dated a girl that used to punch I me mean, in the face. Yeah. That's not a normal thing. No, I know. Like, but I don't know. Anytime I feel like couples talk about fighting, like there needs to be like a moment of, hey, just so you know, like fighting, we fight normally, but like, because we're talking about intense fighting and like getting right. better at fighting. Like, I don't know that anyone jumped to that conclusion. I would hope not. Well, as a guy that used to get hit in the face by a girl, I do jump to that conclusion and oh, I just wanted to be okay. clear. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I, uh, it was a weird thing. She was like one of the first girls that I ever dated and it she would do it for no reason. Yeah. It would be like, what movie do you want to see? Oh, I want to see Independence Day. And she would just smack me and be like, we're not seeing that movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I do go there. Um, and mm-hmm. I just like to, to clarify. Well, really quick though, um, arguing like a healthy argument made me think of us watching Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And I think Tammy and Eric Taylor have really good fights. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a like a trauma response, I think, that happens in marital arguments because, like, you stop or I stop believing that we're on the same team and I think I'm, like, fighting for myself. And I automatically think that or, like, comes from, like, such a hurt spot that hasn't been healed. Yeah. And so I guess for me and also equally important for us I think I hope that within five years I will have healed from a lot of those past things that I dealt with yeah like before my time right yeah are you afraid that you're coming across as like angry or something I'm 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 I know I'm uh, how do I say this I am fully confident that I'm a wonderful husband to you totally if I'm misunderstood that is something that someone else needs to deal with but as someone that used to get the crap kicked out of him in a relationship, yeah. I just like people to be aware that, like, that is not the kind of fighting we're talking about. No, I know. I was just I was making yeah. sure you were good. But, yeah. yeah. I think I think in five years I will have liked to have healed a little bit more from my past stuff. Yeah. I love that. How about you? Uh, I think for me I want to get better. And I think it's something that I'm leaning into a lot right now and I'm getting better at it. It. And it's similar to the fight thing where it's like, can we get to the thing faster? Because we know where this is going to end up. Like to me in regards to fighting, I used to um, I used to get so overwhelmed with like the dread of conflict that I would just be like, I just need to go. I just need to go and walk. I just need to get out of here. And then I would walk and then I would feel better and then come back and I could deal with it more. And I think that's okay. But the entire time you're like stewing and feeling miserable because you felt like I was going to abandon you. Yeah. Well, that was my own past stuff, though. Yeah. Because I think taking a break from something is actually healthy for some people. But I think back then there was like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's no exit for us. Like all reads, all roads lead back to each other. 
And I just want to get to that place again. Whenever we get off the tracks, it's just like, okay, let's take out the theater of this. Let's just get to it, talk about the thing, erase your pride from it, and just move on. Really hard to do that sometimes. And I would say that I would also like to uh, celebrate gratitude more in our marriage because I feel like human beings are so much more inclined to dwell on the negative. Yeah. And there's so many times we're all we're always thinking about like, oh, are we ever going to be able to get a house or any of these other things? And like, you know, I just think that we do it. We're literally waiting on a van to come in and like a van that we're going to convert to an RV and travel the world in. P.S. It's still not here yet. It's still not here yet. They said tomorrow again. (laughs) So it'll probably be next week sometime. But it's it's just so there's so much good happening right now. Yeah. But we're always looking for the future. Oh, whenever we have a house, we'll be happy. Whenever we have this thing or when we live in this town or whatever, like we're always looking towards like our future is is what will set us free. Yeah. And we're like in a lot of ways we're missing it right now. And I feel like that's something that we'll we'll get better at. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you want to jump over to Patreon mm-hmm. and uh, and keep this thing going? You look awful cozy. And I'm. Yep. Always cold. Always cold. Okay, cool. Well, I love you and I love being married to you. I as well.